Welcome everybody to the nail shop. This is Jonathan and Cassandra. <laughs> Bringing you a new episode of I don't know what because she hasn't told me yet. Hey, I like those. I do. Um, y'all gonna get which I get today, and I ain't never come at y'all like that. So this is gonna be a venting podcast. I didn't do nothing, right? No, you didn't. Oh, cool. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Man, I need to vent. I'm going through some stuff. I didn't. So, let me. Yeah, just to disclose it, this, this podcast is going to be all over the place. Because I'm all over the place this morning. Um, Or almost afternoon. So, how did CNC start? It was like. Like, let's fuck CNC. Let's go back. How did I get into the nail world? It was a cold, rainy night. Yeah, it was. Johnson was in the office. Johnson's always in the office. <laughs> nah, uh, you got a bunch of shitty nail jobs in a row. And then I was and then like... every time you thought you got a good one, then shit started falling off, Literally. Yeah. And then like, oh, they like, oh, come back, I'll reapply. And then, but then they want to charge me. Yeah. For something that fell off like a day later. Um, and I went to school to what? Learn how to do your own nails. My what? Your own nails. Do I got my nails done right now? Nah. I have my nails done since Christmas. Sounds about right. And. It's all because I ain't got time. Because CNC came into a came into the equation. Now I love my company, I do, but I don't think people really do realize when they're like, "Oh, I'm going into business," like the for real sacrifices that you make to make your business grow. And especially, I didn't go to Harvard. I didn't go to nobody university. Okay, I got me some community college and I got me some trade schooling. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I had an idea. You was like, girl, we're gonna make them ideas into the drawer, like to, to reality. And we had a goal of what a sell a month? Was it a sell a week? What was the I can see that's how I messed up. I don't even remember you the goal no more. To try to, well initially our goal is just for you to don't give too many details because I think I know what you're about to say. <laughs> yeah, just not lose too much money. Like, because okay. it never started off with you supposed to be a business. It was like, no, I wasn't. Not even when I went to nail tech school. Like, once you started like doing stuff, it was kind of like, well, if you can make extra money while to support your habit of doing, doing your my nails, own nails, then who cares? Right. So. And then that grew to the like one a week phase. And right. We didn't even have a website when all of that stuff was going on, but I couldn't keep up with the demand of keeping up with inventory without a website. So built the website. You know, I'm just like, I don't know why I opened up the website because I don't even think we were getting like a sell a month. Like we would get like a sell like every like 60 to 90 days. We would do bursts because. See, the problem is 
you one of these like I got a good daddy ass females. Okay. Like so you was like, well I guess if I gotta try to make a sale, like you started like going places and like trying to sell the shit like like once a month. Where you'd be like, okay I'm gonna go to this place and try to sell the stuff. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And then you pack up your car. Uh huh. Then you would disappear for like half a day. Okay. And then you come back and be like. Yeah, I went to this place and this place, and I sold some stuff. I'm like, okay, all right, cool. Yeah, and then some people gave me their Instagram stuff. All right, cool. See, I don't. See, I'm glad you didn't wait. I don't. Really, thank you for telling me about my life. I'm listening. You do. You. It was so funny because, like, when you got when you got your car, and we went back to being a two car family, mm-hmm. and you would pack up your little car without me. Like mm-hmm. I'd be like, all right, well. Have a cool day. Like, mm-hmm. I come back and you'd be all like. I was a traveling acrylic saleswoman. Yeah. <laughs> like, once a month. Like, yeah. It's yeah. not like you was out there in the streets every day. Nah, nah, nah. But you get people's Instagram information and then they like your page, you like their page. And mm-hmm. then you would teach them how to better utilize Instagram, even mm-hmm. though you didn't fuck with Instagram like that. Yes, I did. No, I didn't. You didn't. <laughs> Like, you know how to use it, but you didn't. You I didn't. Right. I didn't. I didn't. Reminds me of my one tia who used to give my mom all the microwave tips, but no, she didn't let people use a microwave around her. Uh, oh. All right. Not bad now. Stall me out. So, yeah. So, it's like, and then you start, your name started getting out there a little bit. And then people started actually trying to buy the stuff. And you're like, well, I guess if people want to buy it, I guess I got to make bigger quantities than like personal use yeah all you really selling was your excess personal use you'd be like hey i made this stuff which i think is cool i got too much of it yeah yeah and then how many vendors have you gone through suppliers like four enough for you i don't know i don't know how many but it it was definitely more it was a grip. It was more than a handful. Because every time, like, every time you thought you had one, then, like, they Some, couldn't... They couldn't keep up with my fucking demand. Or the color or the... They weren't consistent. Because we weren't big enough to say they couldn't keep up with us. They just weren't consistent. It'd be like, they'd have this stuff one month. Yeah, and then, and then they then wouldn't like, have it again. Back. Yeah. They wouldn't have it. And my the customers didn't like that shit. Right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we sold out last year, I think twice. Uh-huh. And it's not even March, and it is, it is, it's looking a little crazy. Mm-hmm. So, again, and it's like, okay, this is why I was like, oh, I got to I gotta get this off my chest, because I was sitting here, and I'm just looking at, all, like, the messages of, out of stock, out of stock, out of stock. And then remember, I was like, oh, we got some other stuff. So I went to go pull those items. Mm-hmm. Nah, that's, uh-uh, that's not what that was at all. And I'm like, okay, I got to do an inventory, like, sooner than later. Mm-hmm. I hate inventory. Mm-hmm. And it's my business. <laughs> like, and I'm sitting here like, I got to bring products to these people. and And I'm in the middle of what? It fucking finding a new supplier. Okay. Yeah. Again. And and not for any reason other than 
I have one supplier that's very consistent that I like and I like the stuff that they have and I'm using them for certain things um, because they, their formula is just amazing. Um, but this other thing that I have is this like, I, it's, I, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing Well, and I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing. Well, it's because this whole past year plus at this point. Like a lot of suppliers have dried up. Like how many suppliers did we have? And we went to backup suppliers that were like, yeah, we ain't fucking just the bottles. We and the the caps. We had got a whole shipment of fucking caps that we can't even use right now. Yeah, and that shit cost a grip of fucking. And that's money. what I'm saying. It's like the suppliers can't keep up with the worldwide demand for this because people think when they with this whole past year when they think of the shortages, they don't realize how much. Other industries use similar stuff. Right. Like, Especially plastic. Well, I was about to say, perfect example. So, a lot of people, I'm not going to say everybody, but a lot of people have realized mm-hmm. the price of computer parts has skyrocketed. And, mm-hmm. the, and the prices for computers has skyrocketed. To the point that, like, Apple seems cheap at this point. Or at least on par with everybody else. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. Apple doesn't change their pricing. Right. So everybody else has been adjusting their pricing for... Right, right. To else. catch up. Yeah. Right. And so a lot of the reasons for... There's two main reasons for why stuff like the graphics cards have skyrocketed. Okay. One, all the uh, like crypto miners use gamers cards to mine for stuff because they're powerful. So that created the initial burst in price. Mm-hmm. Two, the silicone mm-hmm. that goes into the graphics cards. Mm-hmm. Like they have, because all the workforces around the world have been depleted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ain't nobody making sick, it. There's just a shortage worldwide in general of silicone to the point that not only has prices skyrocketed for that, mm-hmm. for computer parts, mm-hmm. auto manufacturers. Have a have a shortage now, which is affecting the pricing and the and the timing of releases, because everybody has computerized stuff in their car now. Yeah, and now they can't afford to build like that computer. Yeah, they can't afford to build your infotainment system, right? Or your digital gauges, right? 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 Yeah. Right? So you can't even see. They can't build the speedometer. Oh my gosh! You know, and it's like so now when people are like, well, I'm not paying like. $90,000 for a key. A key is like, you ain't got no choice. That's what it costs us to build. Yeah. And that, it was funny because we had to go up on our monitors last year. And I'm like, I didn't fucking want to. But the cost of fucking bottles went up. Yeah. Because of, like, people, it, it took me, and I have the bomb vendor and supplier with fucking them bottles. And that's why I had, I didn't want to change my fucking, my, my, my monomer bottles. Yeah. I did not. Like, when my supplier called me, she was like, um, so, I understand, I know what you ordered, <laughs> but that's not what we got, and I'm like, okay, I'll make it work, alright, I'll go find my own bottles, and I should have fucking known if they had a problem with bottles, what the fuck did my little ass look like, look at, you know what I'm saying, because right. they're, they're a big ass manufacturing company. Right, they're the ones buying up the bottles. So I and I'm like, oh, I got this. Bought bottles, and I'm just sitting here like, it's not that I wasted a lot of money last year because it was just you. You learn, you know what I'm saying? You fucking, you make mistakes, you learn from, you go on. But 
when we first, when I first said I was going to open up the business, I was like, I do not want to be one of those businesses that I can't keep shit in stock. And I am having such a hard time keeping stuff in stock. Well, that's what happens when we always thought we was going to sell once a week. Now we get sales pretty much daily. And I'm like, I can't shut the fucking website down. Because they're going to lose their damn mind. I did that already. They lost their fucking mind. <laughs> so, well, if, if, you know what? Because in a lot of it, because you didn't gouge people. Because like a lot of people like... No, that's not what CNC is about. it wasn't just the bottles. Because at first, Monomer was just the Monomer suppliers. Yeah. Like two companies like us. Yeah. Were like, we got to go up on our pricing. So then everybody like doubled or tripled their monomer price depending mm-hmm. on what area you was in mm-hmm. and if you bought it online or in person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Ironically, if you bought it in person, it cost more than online. Which is fucking weird. Yeah. And I just At least in it, our area. I don't know about it, other areas. Well, for, and then another thing that I was really trying to get people to understand at that same fucking time that the plastic went up because of the demand of everything being shipped, postage went up. And we offer free fucking shipping. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't want to be like... And shipping times were delayed and still are delayed. And still, dude, I'm getting emails after emails. Hey, I've been ordering my... And, and they're not lying. I've been ordering my shit. But I, I looked at the time frame of when you purchased it, when I sent you your fucking shipping number, and when I when that, when that I got rid of it. Yeah. As long as I'm in my either three to five business days of paid, four to seven business days of free, mm-hmm. I cannot control the UPS. I can't. And I have been looking at some of these orders of people, and it's fucking taking them a month to get shit. Now, Texas, I'm I'm, I'm going to stall Texas out because Texas done been through some shit. Yeah. But it's taking a month to get to fucking like Illinois. Well, no, nah, Illinois had a fucking storm, a thunderstorm. I mean, a snowstorm too. Yeah, we was bad for a minute. Fuck. Right, they lost power too. They just like I like I was telling my my buddy the one I told you who's down in Austin. Mm-hmm. I told him like, yeah, Chicago got hit hard. Like we didn't get Texas hard, but they did. Well, that's because that Midwest right, but Midwest but we is a little bit more prepared. Right, the the structures of yeah, the house. Had we not been prepared for it, it would have been Texas bad. And and it's just like man, so like we have stuff like snow plows that run in secret and secret synchronicity. <laughs> Synchronized oh. movements. Oh, okay. Like, you know, where it's like they'll send like four down the highway at the same time, mm. and then there's not a big pile like randomly here and there because it's like. Well, that's because y'all got more than four for the whole state. True. They probably don't have one. Like. I go dust her off. Oh boy, was um uh, trying to make sure that they had those. Uh, ambulances, those truck ambulances on the car, they had all of them, but they didn't know they needed slow plows. Nah. But you know what I'm saying? But everybody came to be prepared for everything. But it's just, I'm just sitting here and I'm like, oh Lord, like I really need to talk to like an elder right now. But the problem with my elders, they all W2 peoples. <laughs> And W two people and self-employed people don't think the fucking same. And it's like I gotta make a move and paying. If you do that again, I'm gonna punch you. I know. And 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 in the office. 
God, you're so trifling. Um, I just lost my whole train of thought. There'll be two people. Yeah, we just don't think the same. And I, I'm everything that we have built within both these businesses have been pocketed out of our own pockets, not a credit card, not a fucking loan, out of nothing. Yeah. And money gotta be, we also gotta keep a roof over our head. Okay? So it's like we gotta be able to live and invest at the same, because that's what it is. It's just an investment. I'm getting my money back. You know what I'm saying? You know what's funny to me? What? Is a lot of people assume that once you become a business owner, life is just easier. No. And it's like, and then when you try to tell them the challenges, they just look at it like, but you make more money. And it's like, not necessarily. Do, okay. Okay. So people came at this. <laughs> I'm like, why do I feel like I'm making mes- less money this year and I got more avenues of money, right? Mm-hmm. So I did a fucking comparison of this year versus last year. Oh, no, no, no. I'm definitely going to make more money this year. But between Sam. <laughs> And then our other little employee mm-hmm. and postage and supplies and not even the supplies to to for like to, for people to buy supplies just to mail this shit out. Yeah, it adds up. That like do, like oh my gosh. Well, you know what's funny because it made me think about it. I thought about it this morning actually. Mm-hmm. I was watching this video and they was talking about how. Remember that re- the wrestling company where the guys kind of made their own? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, one of the guys who was part of that was talking about how, because he's messes with some of these other companies. Mm-hmm. And it was part of his storyline and everything. Mm-hmm. But he's doing more as a performer in other companies than his own company that he's like a partner of. And people are like, well, why would you do that? He goes, you know what? He's like, sometimes it just feels really good to just be one of the boys and like, Go out there, and all you gotta care about is your performance and your art, versus like, well, how much did we sell? How much was this? How much was that? And because you're just the employee, right? And like, and it's funny because just like I always talk about how people undervalue trade schools, people undervalue the satisfaction of just being an employee. Some people ain't meant to be CEOs, and I I get really mad. Well, not mad. It bothers me okay. when people make other people feel bad that they're, quote, unquote, just an employee. You know? Mm-hmm. When you listen to people like, oh, well, you're just a this or you're not a boss, you know, dude or you're not a boss chick. And mm-hmm. You don't run nothing. You just cash a check. And it's like, yeah. And then I get to go have fun. Yeah. You know, or like, yeah. And then I get to go do X, Y, Z. It's like, you know, that goes that whole fine line between... Do you want... Because it's a risk, like you said. It's not guaranteed more money, but like, let's just say you're... Let's just say you was guaranteed more money. Okay. Like, everybody who's in business and makes money tells you, oh, well, get ready for a minimum 80-hour work week. Mm-hmm. It's not like, well, I did my 40 and my business is running smooth. Okay. It might look like that to other people because they don't see all the stuff you got to do. And all the, the time you spend not making any money. Mm-hmm. Like, so I picked up a new job. I ain't had a job in fucking damn near a decade. Um, I've been working for myself. And I still got my two businesses. Don't don't get it twisted. But I wanted to feel what it was like to 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 freaking be an employee and still enjoy my profession. 
You know what I'm saying? Because when you have professions, you're liable for things. <laughs> when you open up your own business and you're a profession, it's certain shit that you're accountable for. I just want to go do a job, help somebody out, move on. I want to have to have that burden of, I got to keep up with you. I'm reliable for your paperwork. You know what I'm saying? Like... I got to hold it for so many fucking years, damn near a decade. Well, one of the things that made me start thinking about what I just talked about the other night when I was flipping channels, mm-hmm. there was an old episode of Storage Wars on. Mm-hmm. So you remember how, like, well, at the time, the young couple. Which one? Brandy and uh, Jared? Mm, I don't like them. Yeah. I know, but remember how they had opened up a second store? Yeah, and that one went to hell. Well, but here was the thing. So they were showing how, like, they hired all of Jared's friends uh-huh. as employees, right? Uh-huh. And they have an episode where a friend shows up late and they tell him he can't go to the auction. He's got to stay there and do inventory and stuff, right? They're going to take someone else. Mm-hmm. It's like a punishment. Mm-hmm. And he plays it like, okay. But as soon as they leave, they're all playing like Nerf guns. Talking about how like he didn't want to go to the auction anyway. He just needs an excuse. And it's like, but here's the thing. Jared, the way he plays around with his friends when he's there, mm-hmm. seems like the type of guy who that was the type of employee he was. Because those are his buddies and they all act the same. There's a reason his friends act that way. Mm-hmm. And that's what made me think when I was watching that. I even said to myself, like, it's so funny to me how the difference between employee, boss, mindset is like, and that's why you can't hire all your friends and family. Mm-hmm. Because Jared's that type of dude mm-hmm. where he's going to party. That's why you always see Brandy yelling at him. Yeah. Because when he's with his buddies, he's going to let them jerk around. But then he's there to tell them, okay, now I need you to be serious. And I know that's why, like, as much as I love my friends and certain family members, when I give out an opportunity, I know that's why they don't fuck with me. Because they know this bitch ain't playing with our business. And that's my thing is, like, is like you can't just turn that off. Mm-mm. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, they're going to be playful. That's why they needed him there to be like, okay, now I need you to be serious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? And, but that's the difference between that boss and employee. Mind. Once Jared became the boss, mm-hmm. now he has to care. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee you, if that would have been one of his buddies' places of business, he he'd have been out there playing Nerf guns instead of working too. Yeah. Right. And that's what, and that's the benefit of, I don't have to be the boss's. You could suck up your hourly wage and get nothing accomplished, and they still got to pay you. Yeah. If we as business owners don't get our stuff done, we just don't get paid. Yeah. But our expenses don't drop. No. And then you got somebody like the homie Sam, like, what you mean you're not paying? Like, no, 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 that's not what I said. That's not what I said. I said, let me go look at some stuff. <laughs> I was telling Cairo about the fear in that man and I was like it was at that moment that I knew I fucked up I had fucking people relying on this business more than just this household and then she hit me with the yeah and I'm sorry to let you know I need more hours I'm wait you just came back after telling her you didn't want hours after you right <laughs> like you just fucking came back and now you telling me I gotta work more so I could pay you more. I mean, well, technically yes, because you're more working more hours. Oh, which is a great problem to have, as long as you can make it happen. And that's that's some stressful shit on me. Didn't say it wasn't stressful. 
I said a good problem to have. And I only say that because look how long it took us to find people who would take our money. Yeah, but now they fucking hemorrhaging me. <laughs> but I've known a lot of, even like the people I mess with now on my end, mm-hmm. like they all have the same complaints where it's like, you can't pay people to take your money. Because as soon as you be like, okay, here's what I need done, they be like, all right, cool. And then they don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, I'll pay you more. And they're like, mm, I hear you. Oh, gosh, man. I hate doing inventory. Inventory is like... You would think it it would be fun. You're shopping. You're like, ooh, this is what I'm going to... I dread it. I fucking dread this shit, man. And we got to do so much. And that bill is going to be so fucking high. That's going to be a really, 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 really fat check. And I, so this is this is one of these days where I'm like, why, why, how come I just did stay my little happy ass to somebody's employee? I feel it. Like when you look at the deposits and the expenses, and you're like, what the? You yeah. telling me I could have all of that in my bank account? But that's the problem. No. Now when you want to make money. No, I'm saying, like, let's just say you decided to do, like, you know, like in the movies where the guy's like, I need one big score and then I'm going to end it. Like, Yes, that's how movies. I feel. It's like, even if you did the one big score, like, then you'd have to end it in order for you to cash out. Like, and then you're down to your finite amount of money. Like, you can't cash out big. And, that's, and see, that's how business suckers people in to... The con game of trying to be a business owner. Mm-hmm. For most people, mm-hmm. they'll never cash out. Either they're gonna go broke trying to get the shit done, mm-hmm. or like they just gonna run day like mid level. It's like a sports teams where it's like you're not so good that you're a championship contender, okay. but you're not so bad that you might fuck around and pull an all-star you're stuck in the middle mm-hmm. a lot of businesses are stuck in the middle where it's like they make just enough money to eke by mm-hmm. where it's become a safety net and they don't you know it feels okay well if I try something else then I can lose all this and right now I'm maintaining mm-hmm. but they'll never be like Amazon mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. but they'll never go bankrupt as long as they maintain mm-hmm. so they get stuck in this like well I guess this is what I do now mm-hmm. Like when someone like works at McDonald's from high school, mm-hmm. and then they become a manager by the time they graduate, mm-hmm. and then they make just enough good money where it's like, well, maybe I'll buy my own McDonald's one day. And then even if they do, they just get stuck in this like, well, I guess I just own a McDonald's now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this is nuts. I, get, I wonder if they teach you this stuff in business school. Depends on the business school. Mm. And then it's like, I've talked to, well, not talked to, but I've heard fucking multi-billion dollar, like, businessmen, like, like I ain't been past community college, like, or didn't take no business schooling and this and this and that. And it's just like, all right. So, I mean, it's possible, but damn, that shit hard. That's because you can't teach someone to be an entrepreneur. Like, business school is for people who want to work for an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And, like, run. Because most people who are, 
like you like multi-millionaires and billionaires mm-hmm. especially if they didn't go to school mm-hmm. they got good people skills they got good working knowledge of how to utilize people and be a leader mm-hmm. and part of that is being smart enough to hire the right people mm-hmm. you know it's like when they say like I don't need to be able to balance you know I don't need to have bookkeeper skills I just need to be smart enough to hire the right bookkeeper mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know and that's what it is. It's like you got to know what your limitations are and then be able to fill in the gaps with the right people. Mm. You know, but business school teaches you how to be that person who fills the gaps. I need somebody who went to business school. Yeah. But then it's just like I realize the more I get into this, it's just so many like compartments of running a business. It's like, you need somebody for every fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Like, eventually every fucking thing gotta get outsourced. If you ever wanna have time to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So. I can't wait to talk to Scott. But that's why I don't feel bad when, like, <coughs> people have to make business decisions. Or I people, ain't making business decisions. You know, when people are like, well, I just, I, I feel like I'm forced to do this. It's like, I don't get mad. Like, even if I'm on the short end of the stick, it's like, I get it. Mm-hmm. You know? But not everybody's cut out for that type of stuff. You know, because people who are going to be successful mm-hmm. would have been successful no matter what they did. Mm-hmm. Like... That one movie, Blow. Mm. I remember they have a scene. Where, <laughs> they have a scene where he's talking to his father, and he tells his father like, because the father's like, "Look, I don't want to know the details of what you do. I know what you do. I barely see you. I don't got time to sit here and tell you your disappointment to me. I just want to enjoy like this hour, you mm-hmm. know." And he's just like, "But dad, he's like, I'm really good at what I do." He goes, "Yeah, you'd have been really good at whatever you did." Like, you just chose to do drugs. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like we, Every time you see, like, these movies or people talk about these people who are, like, big-time illegal people, mm-hmm. they always say, like, man, if you would have put that dude in the suburbs, like, he'd be a CEO somewhere of a Fortune 1000 company. Mm-hmm. You know? But instead, like, he had to support his family at the age of nine. So... <laughs> But it's like if you gonna be if you that type of person you gonna be successful you gonna be successful regardless. Everyone you just gotta figure out what's your lane. I'm in all the lanes right now. You always been in all the lanes. <laughs> always. Oh heaven. Like day one. Whatever. You Mario Kart this. <laughs> like you out there you started in lane one. Like halfway around the track, you in lane six and four at the same time. You're throwing blue shells, you're tapping <laughs> people, you're leaving banana peels behind you. You just think it's all shits and giggles. <laughs> so all you care about, I'm gonna win this race. <laughs> and I don't and even you know who I'm race. racing against. And then you win the race, and they put you in the higher cup, and you like, I did not ask to be in this cup. Uh, oh, pause that. The delivery man. We gotta get these packages out. And we're back. Yeah, and the postman played this. Yeah. It's okay. No, it's okay. Um. We do about South Dakota. 
what about it? You think it's a livable place for you? I don't. I've never been in South Dakota. Are they racist? I mean, it says South. I mean, definitely if you're Indian, I'm sure they're racist. Mm, Unless they you're are. in an area where you have a good, thriving Native community, then I'm sure they love you. But I don't know how they are about that. Let me see. Somebody must have offered you a job. Yeah, postman, like, definitely drove past me with zero fucks to give. <laughs> That's it for a sign-on bonus? They gonna have to kick some more dollars to be moving one, two, three, four states away. Oh, look at you having the map up. <laughs> yeah, no matter which way you go, it's a minimum of four states. Yeah. I mean, we have a good view of uh, 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 Mount Rushmore, I guess. Um, Although, I don't know how many times you can go see it before you don't care. I Let me shut my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me shut my mouth. Anyway, so... Um, off business, because I already know what, what time it is, and... I just need to just get that off my chest for a little bit. Guess what I'm starting to watch? Uh, Again. Frankie Grace. Okay, well, besides them. Uh, some Housewives of Somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Married at First Sight. There you go. Yes, and I'm only watching it because I seen some clips. And one of these guys that got married to this fucking girl... And his ex fiance didn't call and was like, I'm pregnant. Sounds like he should have got with a celibate girl instead of a fucking girl. <laughs> I cannot with you. So, I seen a little clip for that and I was like, ooh, I gotta go see what this drive. He thought he was gonna go in the bathroom, turn on the shower, run the toilet, run the faucet, and they wasn't gonna hear what they was saying up in that bathroom. You know them producers was like, please, mic up. He was like, turn off your microphone. He whispered it. <laughs> they all had to capture out the bottle. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Lifetime, y'all messed up. Here I come. Here I come, Lifetime. I'm like, y'all done gave me a little bit of Wendy Williams. Like, oh my. I want to write her a letter and let her know that I really thank her for making that, that, uh, that doctor, that was, it was a documentary, not documentary, no. a biopic? Biopic. Biopic. And it was, it was, it was needed. Cause I needed her to tell me about Kevin with his trifling ass. Cause I was looking at her like, mmm, mmm, what's going on? What's going on? For real. Every time I hear you say what's going on, I mm-hmm. think of Whitley Gilbert. Mm, I used to love me some Whitley. She didn't age very well. Well. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm, okay. Let's not go there. I should have thought something. That's him. We were, suppo- <laughs> we're supposed to be having interviews, but y'all are so fucking busy. 
I'm so busy. You know, it don't even make no sense. I just told y'all I had to do inventory. And I ain't even started calculating because the last time we did inventory. What you got? Your mama always sending you something. Mm-hmm. You got a good ass mama. I do, right? What you got? Y'all hear me over here looking up, trying to figure out what my husband got? He ain't, he ain't even showing me. It ain't his birthday. It ain't nothing. She just stuff. She just sent him something like, "Oh, I'm thinking about you, baby." You got lemon cookies. Mmm. Girl Scout cookies. Girl Scout season. season. Jinx on your drink. She got a minimum of four that she has to buy from. Oh Lord, yeah. Two from one. Yeah. One from one and yeah. one from another. Another one. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, shortbread. <sighs> yeah, I don't like cookies. Oh, candies! Oh, listen, you don't like it when they mixed. I don't. I didn't like that kind. Ooh, oh, don't. you don't like it when they sour or bear shaped. I'm pretty sure you don't like sour or bear shaped. Man, I'm pretty sure you don't want this mouse in the middle of your head. I'll trade you the sour for the right one. Okay. No, you got one. Oh. Look at me over here taking my husband candy. Yeah. It's share size. I'm not going to eat them all by myself. Unlike you. Oh, yeah. I'm going to fuck these up. I know you are. Um, oh, back to the podcast. You know we hold podcasting it right now. You don't want to quit talking. I didn't stop talking. I was trying to figure out what was inside. Oh, that's why you make that face. Let me. Those is good. Let me do one of them. What? But these. You don't like steaks. Oh, I thought that was okay. No, I don't. Man. Alright, I'm sorry, y'all. Anyways, back to Married at First Sight. So I can't I can't wait to come and bring I out can that. Tell you about Married at First Sight. She gonna take if she don't take if you get divorced, she gonna take half your shit. And if you're married, she gonna take half your candy. <laughs> <laughs> you damn right. You lucky it's only half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Cause sixty forty sound pretty damn good in my favor. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm gone eating candy for breakfast, for lunch. Glad I didn't get breakfast. Oh gosh, man, I don't want to do this fucking inventory. Um. All right, you guys. I'm not gonna have you guys just hear me repeat over and over and over again. I so do we have any interviews scheduled? Cause you start talking about interviews and then start talking about my. I'm candy. too busy. I haven't been able to give them schedules because I don't have a schedule right now. Cause I've been. But I'm saying, do we have like people you want to name drop uh, coming up once we get the time? No, I don't want to name drop them. Okay. But we do have some. And, 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 we have a, uh, somebody who's coming back for interview too. So, and of course, everybody let me know that they want to come back. And we're not come back, but be on the podcast during the time. I'm not fucking available. So, yeah. I have a question. I might have our answer. Have we ever got your daddy to confirm if we bring him back to ranch? Okay. I have talked to him about it. He is like, he needs to get something set up. Well, not even a setup, but like show him how he can do it at home. And so we ain't got to worry about going over there. And he with it. 
So, uh, yes, I did talk to him about rants. Um, again, this was all during the, the time frame of, like, I'm in, like, the middle of get shit done season. Mm-hmm. Um, damn, it smell good. They all fruity smelling in the air. <laughs> It's your mind on your cast and off the candy. Off the candy, God. Gosh, man, I don't want to do inventory. And <laughs> <laughs> Why does it keep coming back to inventory? Because I really... Didn't you hire someone to do inventory? No, 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 no. We got a fucking order. Yeah, that's different. Inventory is just counting up. No, 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 no. Yeah, but we I got to do inventory to know what the fuck we're lacking. Cause we so, we don't we we're missing jars. So it don't sound like you hate inventory. It sounds like you hate paying for the shit to come after inventory. Yeah. No, before inventory. Yeah, before and after. Mm-hmm. I do. We need peanuts. Like I'm like oh that that's that's like two weekends. That's it. Two good weekends worth of order. We ain't got no peanuts. Again, so quit bashing inventory because you got someone who's doing that for you. Oh. You afraid of what's gonna come after the inventory? Yeah, because I remember them checks I wrote last year. That's two different things. Those were some man, <laughs> man, man. Yeah, and once you send so much money to somebody, um, for for payment, mm-hmm. they only let you fucking send so much. What you mean? When you're buying stuff, like the government, well, only banks and shit like that, I only let you send so fucking much. At the time, and then you gotta start breaking shit up. Really? Mm-hmm. You don't remember me dealing with that shit last year? I block a lot of things out. You don't remember that? Like the multiple fucking checks that had to be wrote because the amount was too I high. thought that was from their limitation. I didn't know that was from like. It was like no, governmental sanctions and shit. Well, I don't know if it's the government. I'm just assuming because every fucking body that I had those amounts are higher, I had to do the same thing. I couldn't just cut them that one. That sounds fuck. like niggas just don't want to pay their taxes. Why the fuck didn't I think of that? Why didn't I think? But they would still have to report it. Yeah, eventually. If they Not if they didn't ride, if they don't cash that motherfucker until the next year. And we're back. <laughs> so y'all know we don't do edits, right? <laughs> but some shit you just can't listen to. It's just, they don't need to be heard and all of that good stuff. So yeah. Yeah. You make a very good point, husband. <laughs> you make a very fucking good point. I do that from time to time. You do that. Yeah. This is some crap, man. So I'm just nervous. I don't know. I just... That's what it is. I'm glad that I said that. Let me stop saying I hate inventory. I hate fucking paying money for something that is like yeah, the, 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 for something. Yeah, I ain't never met a woman in my life <laughs> who enjoyed paying money for anything, wanna, let alone something. I don't want to spend money. Even when y'all spend your own money, y'all get happy until you realize you got swiped the card. Yeah. Then all of a sudden it's like, I mean, do I really want this? And that's the problem. Because it it's the business. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I feel like 
if I don't do it, then I'm not feeding my baby. It's kind of like I got to buy the groceries, but these groceries to feed this baby is like hell of expensive. And it's like, okay, well, I can't just neglect the baby now. I didn't have the baby. I didn't got the baby this damn far. But it's just like, at what point do the baby start becoming a grown man? 13. <laughs> I heard that. I heard that. <laughs> well, I'm still some years off. A whole lot. But about 10 of them. <laughs> In some regards. In some regards. Man. Oh, gosh. I just want to let y'all know. Once y'all start seeing stuff back on this website, I'm broke. Okay? <laughs> I, we don't get to eat. Dollar menu for everybody. If we even get to go to the drive-thru. Like. Oh. My gosh. You know the best way in order to thug out running a successful business? No. Not saying nothing. I got a secret. What? And I feel like a lot more women would become business owners if they knew this secret. How your man pay for it? Low key. So, as a woman, okay. if you are married okay. and have a man with an above average job, uh-huh. Who supports the shit you do? Uh-huh. Then you can go take your options in life uh-huh. and explore them. Okay. Knowing the bills are paid. Okay. And then when you start making money, it's a bonus. Y'all could do other shit. Because I always tell people like you be giving me a lot of credit for like, oh. He made me go to nail tech school. He mm-hmm. made me start this business. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I made you do anything. It's like, nail tech school, you was like, hey. I always wanted to do it. Right, I'm going to go to nail tech school. I always wanted I just couldn't do it when I first had the kid because I was broke. Yeah, and then you married a dude who made above average money was like, I will do it. And I had to pay for that bitch out of pocket every fucking nickel. Mm-hmm. Every nickel. That was a... Man, that was a big ass check too. Because you didn't have to worry about where you were going to sleep that month. Yeah, that's true. So, what you trying to say, sir? These women need to find a dude to pay some bills to this motherfucker so they can explore their futures the way they want to. I got you, and I'm still over here. Like, I don't want to do it. Uh, Hence the phrase, a supportive dude. Okay, what you trying to say? Because there's a lot of dudes who pay bills that don't support shit. You're right. You're right. But how is that gonna help me not want you, you wanna pay for the inventory? I didn't say I said women in general but would I want, be more able Can we talk we about me right now? So can we can you, Oh see the business is supposed to support itself. I got you to the gate. <laughs> <laughs> I helped you train. I, I helped you do everything. I got you to the arena. I did your warm ups with you. <laughs> Y'all need you to get in the game, coach. I got you to the I got you to the ring. Go duke it out. No, I need <laughs> you to get in the game, coach. Hey, the niggas that fought Mike Tyson had to go take the man for himself. <laughs> <laughs> they trainer wasn't up in there dunking and diving with him. <laughs> you could go in there and go get some of that. Remember you said you would vow to protect me? I do. 
protect my pockets. I pretty much do. <laughs> no, but I don't, I don't pay it. I'm gonna pay it. <laughs> I'm gonna pay it. Every you would think after all of these years, I would stop this fucking cycle. No. No. Man, what have we always said over the years? I don't know. Don't nothing. Don't nothing. Drive things up faster than a woman having to swipe her card. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you, Idris go on a date with somebody. Let's say he's not married because I don't want. Yeah, yeah. I'll be here breaking up the Idris wasn't married. He go on a date with somebody. Mr. Sexiest Man Alive. Mm-hmm. He make her swipe her card. That'd be the last time he take that chick out on a date. I, but I, I swiped the card on the first date. You did. And even then, I use like you was trying to prove a point. Yeah, damn it, my house. Damn it, my young twenties. So I tried to reach for it. You and I was like, mm, nigga, I got you didn't let me look at it. I did, I just it. in case I tried to pay. It. That's all right. Yeah. The hell, like I got money. <laughs> oh gosh, I should have went up in here like you know. I'm just the pope, just the pope little girl, just. <laughs> Just a popo. Here, go ahead and take that bill, sir. Go ahead. Damn. Oh. You smart. You know what type of dude you was dealing with? <sighs> Jesus. Y'all. I don't, I don't, I don't, man. Sam gonna want some money in a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every time the inventory girl come over, she go home with some money. <laughs> I'm like, I just need her to realize ain't a nary a job except for those one jobs you gotta go stand outside and try to get for the day they don't pay those are the only what's kind of what's those jobs called yes those are the only jobs that you all y'all ask get your your paycheck when you leave sometimes she'll even be finished with the job and she be having her little money and her little stuff yes yes but I need her you do I need her She's going to give you the final numbers to tell you what kind of check you got to write. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. Like, when I used to watch Shark Tank, and they were like, okay, uh, what you, what you bring in? $3 million. Okay, which I pay yourself. See, we only cleared 15000 The fuck you mean? You only... What happened to the rest of the other millions? Well, you know, that's one of the uh, philosophies of business mm-hmm. and investing. Mm-hmm. It's not how much money you make, it's how much money you keep. Mm-hmm. That's why one of the smart, and I wish they would have, like, talked about it more. Mm-hmm. They talked about it enough for me to take mental notes. I wish when I was, that they would have, all the years they talked about how dope Shaq was mm-hmm. and all the businesses he does. Mm-hmm. A lot of NBA players do a lot of business and they all end up yeah, broke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Shaq was like the only one who never spent a dime of his NBA money. Mm-hmm. And he was very proud of that. He was just like, I've never spent like, like, oh, you've made like $200 million in the NBA. Like, you know, how are you going to make sure you don't end up broke? Like, I ain't never spent a dime of my money. Like, how? You have mansions. Mm-hmm. You have all this other stuff. He's like, I only spend my endorsement money. And if I have to, I'll dip into the interest on my NBA money. But all he, all his money he spent was from endorsements. Uh, I just read a thing the other day where he was talking about how he owns like he's part owner or co-owner of like 
over 200 like Burger Kings, over 500, like over like half of the uh, that pizza place mm-hmm. that you know they made him part owner of like half of those. Happy John. Yeah, he's like co-owner of like a movie theater. Like there was like 15 industries that mm-hmm. he had dozens, <coughs> if not hundreds, of ventures in each mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. On top of his endorsements with like. Right. Insurance and shoes and all the other stuff. Don't forget carnival. That's what I'm saying. So it's like all that is what pays his bills and other stuff. He still ain't never touched his NBA money. Mm-hmm. And he and he kept the same motto like it's not about how much money I'm making. It's like it's about how much money I'm keeping at the end of every year mm-hmm. or how much more money I'm making on top of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. So I feel you when they go on Shark Tank and they're like. Yeah, I made ten million dollars. Okay, what was your net profits? Um, six million in the hole. Six million? How? Mm-hmm. How you make ten million and lose six million? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, see what happened was. Uh, and you know what? And I, that I'm that you know I, I appreciate you for saying that because I it's not until I do the, my taxes and I see a net profit that I forget I brought something home. Mm-hmm. Like. It just you know, real responsibilities and shit. It seems like you don't see it. You don't. <clears throat> but once it's all laid out, it's some money made there. Cause if it wasn't, like, we would have been kicked out a long time ago. Yeah. Hey, but it's still that shit is crazy. It's crazy. Cause you know every year I like to bring some new stuff, new, and I and I have a couple of new things I want to bring to CNC, and I can't get over the fact that like, and I not I appreciate it. And I'm like, don't think that I'm not grateful, but I'm also in shock because I'm like, well, what do I do next? And I think if I just like if. Maybe if I was like like one of those people like on Bar Rescue is just like, who the fuck did you get all of this money from to be able to spend this money to be in the hole? Like, where the fuck did all this money be coming from when they be in the hole? Mm-hmm. I mean, a couple of them are the exact opposite of what I just said. Like, I've seen some where it's like the spouse, whether it's, whether the guy's the owner or the woman's the owner, mm-hmm. the spouse will end up like working more at their other job mm-hmm. in order to pay the bills at the bar. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes the bar owner themselves, guy or girl, will get another job and they use that money to pay for the bar job. Babe, why you, why you forgot to tell me that I had got this other job to pay for the fucking inventory? For a bigger inventory? Why you forgot to tell me that? Because that's not explicitly what it's for. No, but, and I mean, not that it's explicitly for it, but that was one of the perks that was po- I was supposed to be reminding me of to keep me going. Well, I was going to remind you of that while we were recording, but. Oh, okay. We can take that off, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> For some unedited shit, we sure doing a lot of editing. Okay, you ain't got to edit it. <laughs> hey, look, y'all. Oh man, this is this is what I get for venting. Cause I'm just saying, y'all not supposed to hear everything. Y'all not supposed to. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm not sorry. Just, this is what happens when I'm going through 
a change in my businesses. Like, it's, it's like a clusterfuck of shit. But the difference is, you didn't get... That's what I say. That wasn't the primary reason you took that contract. Mm-hmm. The contract was the year that was gonna be a perk, but you, your business is self-supporting at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like you failing as a business owner. I know that, but so it's just to add extra comfort and security. Like, why don't I don't feel comforted? Cause you ain't never gonna feel comfortable and secure. That's one of the things. Like, that's one of the things that drives people like you. Where it's like, you can make a million dollars next year. Like, let's say you made a million dollars after tax. See? Because they could be like, well, all it's going to take is one bad month. And- right. I was over here. Like, you could at least give me five. And I would have been like, okay, cool. That that makes sense to me. Do you know how many people listening to us would murder us for a million dollars after taxes and be set for life? You realize for retirement, it's called a 401k? Not... <laughs> not a five zero, not a five four hundred one k. Oh my! Like there's people whose whole goal is to make four hundred racks stashed up and then live off of it. Okay. But that's why I say it's not a knock against you, but that's what drives a lot of people. I was just a poor never... ass black boy that grew up in the ghettos of the Samba de Dito counties, and I just want more. Again, that's what drives people like you. That's not a bad thing. You know my bottom line is I ain't going to be homeless. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I end up broke. I ain't going to be homeless. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my fear. And I need the lights on because I don't want it to be dark. See? So, <laughs> we have to some lights. See? Oh, man. And the internet to keep the business running so we can pay for the roof and the lights again. But, and again, that's where I say, where we were talking about earlier, where different people have different levels of content. Because some people, once they hit that middle ground of like, okay, I make enough where I'm never going to be homeless. I'm never going to be without power. Mm-hmm. But I may not be able to get like a phone when I want one. Mm-hmm. Or I may not be able to like get too many streaming services mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. But they still content. Mm. And then they get stuck in that middle where they might want more stuff, but they're afraid to risk their contentment. You see what I'm saying? And so I'm so like, I'm not, I don't, discontent is temporary that is like, I'm gonna make you myself uncomfortable. What'd you say? You'd be afraid of becoming content. Because, like, once you plateau, because you, you have this thing where it's like, if you've been plateaued, quote unquote, too long. Mm-hmm. Then it's like just a slippery slope to failure. I can see that. So it's like, it's like, you know how they say like, if you're not moving forward. You're moving backwards. Right. It's like, that's that mentality where it's like, if I'm not doing something to keep adding on to this, then I'm one step away from being irrelevant and failing. I do feel like that. There you go. But that's the point. So it's like, when you say like, oh, why didn't you tell, remind me I took this contract because that's not why you took the contract mm. that was a perk that we talked about but that's not why you took it mm. Mm. okay why'd I take it we gonna talk about that off the, off the back guys because I forgot like, why so, do I forget so fucking much I don't know because you forget everything 
unless you get adamant about something and then you'll be like, first of all, I remember it. Like, how you gonna tell me I'm wrong? I'm like, because you're wrong about everything you remember. Like, just because you mad doesn't make you right. <laughs> you think it's gonna be the one thing you remember accurately? Okay. <laughs> nah, but no, it's Exactly. Exactly. I, you, no, I didn't remember the last thing you said. I'm over here laughing in my head at myself. About fucking... Why, why did you take it? Yeah. Yeah, you took the contract, like I just said, because you wanted... It came along as an opportunity. Mm-hmm. It fit into your limited schedule mm-hmm. pretty nicely. Mm-hmm. It allowed you to explore other things and connect in other ways. Mm-hmm. And if anything, it was like low-key of an outlet of being able to be like, here's something I could do that's in the field I like. It's less stress. And it helps with like, you know, additional security in a time where everybody don't feel secure about nothing. Mm-hmm. You know? So... Hey, same reason I take all these side projects. So we can eat? Well, yeah, mine's mostly so we can eat, but... (laughs) (laughs) But I take the long-term ones that don't pay nothing. Mm -hmm. Because I know it's going to pay off eventually. I never know how Mm -hmm. until, like, something pops up. Like I told you, like, now... I might be co-authoring books that are coming out next year. Yeah, you owe that man some shit, too. Yeah, that's different. I got to get on that. Today. Yeah, after I finish the other stuff I got to do, that's going to be my media money. Like, I finish my media money so I can work on some stuff that's going to lead to other opportunities. But some more money. So that I can get finishing, writing out some stuff that's going to lead to money, ideally, a year from now. Mm-hmm. You got to turn that off. It's fucking me up. So, it is what it is, babe. But we doing good. I didn't say we wasn't. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm just reiterating. We doing cool. Like, hopefully someone's listening to this and they haven't shut it off from all the rambling and they're like, you know what? I said it That makes sense. I said it was going to be rambling. I gave a full disclosure. It got better. Mm. But as I'm saying, hopefully someone made it to this point and they're like, wow, that made a lot of sense. Or, oh, yeah, like, I'm dealing with something like that. Yeah, I hope it is somebody out here listening. Like, damn, I don't feel crazy. That bitch going through that too. Yes, I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my. And the only person I can talk about it to is Jonathan and Scott. <laughs> and Scott know who Scott is. <laughs> and sometimes Sam. Don't give me too much credit, y'all. I'm the third Jonathan. She yeah. just keeps making us all change our name to Jonathan. You know what? <laughs> Shut up. The lies you tell. Oh my. <sighs> well, I think to sum all of that up, I just wanted to let y'all in on the back end of this. Just we just ain't running the podcast to give y'all stuff when we feel like it. it's like some for real fucking behind the scenes, stressful talking, figuring out. Collaborating. Yeah, and we're not at the point in our lives where we can be full time podcasters. No, fuck them. It's hard to be like as consistent as we was at one point and still try to maintain everything. Right, right. But we're working on it. We Mm. just 
Bear with us. We getting it together. We can start being more consistent. Isn't this, just, isn't this our first year? We're going like past, we're like our first year or so? I like, think we're in year two. We're in year two? Um, you're right. Okay. Well, hey, we figuring it out as we go. So the podcast is, is low-key like the business, except for only thing we got to do is hit play. But that means he got to have time and I got to have time to come together to have time and not work and come talk to y'all for what, an hour? At least. At least. So that's why after May, that's usually when y'all start getting more content from us. Because my, my schedule ain't as busy. But that was for the other years this year because it's not. Why, what, what, what was it? Purchasing, not inventory. I can't call it inventory. It's purchasing. Yeah. No, that purchasing came earlier than I needed it to. I don't know how May gonna look. I don't. Well, that sounds like it's time for someone to get more hours so they can take some of your load off so you can do more stuff like this. She already is. But, see how it all connects together? No, but I gotta... I gotta... See. Once you make the order and it comes in, then she gotta separate and she gotta... You know, sort everything so that you can tell her where you want it and then she can re-inventory Oh, it yeah. That's where the delegation comes in. That part. That's some hard shit right there, too. And then as you delegate, you can do your fake, uh, 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 oh, what was that nigga who was introducing sexual chocolate? Oh, Randy, what well, you can do your Randy Watson? <laughs> Oh, Mr. Randy Watson, everybody. He was good. Good and terrible. <laughs> good, good. Mm-hmm. good. Good and terrible. terrible. <laughs> hey, when you coming to America to come out? Mm-hmm, but what, better, I know it's got to be soon. Because I be getting all the little, uh, what's the things called? Trailers? And alerts, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though I was, we was, even said on the podcast, we were going to go to the movies and dress all up. Oh, and trust and believe, we will be doing a review podcast like the day after that shit come out. Let me Google it. Let me Google it. Like, I don't care if we just don't go to sleep that night. Because it's coming out soon. Yeah, the Black History Month. But see, I don't think it was in Black History Month, though. That's fucked up. God. It's only a couple more days. I know. That's why I was assuming maybe it was this weekend. Hold up, y'all. How you release the blackest movie of all time and do it in like... Irish? How does this release date say 2020? You a 2020-ass lie. Well, obviously it's wrong, so let's get to the next one. Oh, see, I know I should have just went to IMBD. IMDB. March the 5th. So in a couple of fucking days, babe. So, yeah, another week. March the 5th, 2020, 104 minutes. Are, can, are we allowed to play, like, the trailer of the podcast? I mean, it's the audio, so I guess we can play parts of it. Okay, because, yeah, let's, 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 let's play some. <laughs> I mean, I mean, just saying, hold up. What if they ain't heard it? Who the hell who listened to us and heard that? I don't know. We don't know. We got people in Taiwan. Well, you know, then again, I did once meet a, a lady... From Detroit, who had never heard of Malcolm X when I was there. She wait, they never heard of Malcolm X, the Malcolm, X? and she was from Detroit. 
when I was in undergrad. What was she like, 10 in undergrad school? What the fuck? It blew me because I was like, but he, he was from where you where you from. Okay, 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 okay. I believe you I shall bring queens to Zamunda. He's supposed to be Prince of Wakanda. Wakanda is a fictional place. Not everybody. It's not. I love that he says Wakanda stayed by reference to Zamunda. You was a dummy. He's a new daddy. March 5th, Only on Prime Video. First of all, he's not a dummy. He's not like a genius because she can't get you for back page. Oh, here goes the longer version, you guys. They better explain that. They better explain to us how. That's my only loophole. Like, so, like, at March 4th, 11.59. I just want to know how. When he when he had sex with that lady, because I watched the movie over and over and over, and he didn't have no time to go screw nobody but Lisa. But here's my thing. They both wrong for that part where she's like, you ain't know what you do that, Bill. Two things. One, you know his because they, they obviously had to have talked about that beforehand, mm-hmm. that he was that confident. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I right, look, like you know, you know, good and damn well, like in his country, that wasn't allowed. Right. But two, like he was stupid to think she was with Daryl that long. And, and at he, least, I'm not saying that she had like 15 or 30 parties, right, right. but at least Daryl. Oh, 
At least. At least. Like, he had all the arrogance and confidence to be like, I can marry her whenever I feel like it. Right. Her daddy loved me. My family could leave Jerry Curl spots all over their furniture. Oh, okay. Like, like. You know he's not going to be in the movie? Oh. He's not going to be in it. Like, that even is like a random hater. No. Like, that, like, they should, they could have had said, him in He said he was busy. They tried to bring Do him. Do what? Do what? That's what we all said. Nigga, you ain't got no job. What has Eric LaSalle done since ER? That that he's too busy to do something. He said he was busy. He a busy ass lot. <laughs> that nigga done let his soul glow a little too much. They probably cause his all they would have they would have to like give him like some kind of crazy part. All he would have had to do is be like, you know, a different hair product or like because or in their universe, the Jerry Curl's still around in New York. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or it's made a resurgence. Okay. You know, because like Afro <laughs> Sheen never went away and S Curl never went away. And now they just conditioned her. You see what I'm saying? And he could have still been the king of the hair empire mm-hmm. who was like, and if they wanted to give, if he wanted a bigger part, I could understand where he could be like, okay, they got to come back to come get his son. And I could try to sneak back and try to get with Lisa and be like, see, I told you this nigga wasn't shit. Yeah. You know <laughs> go hurt her, lie to you then, lie to you now. Yo, that could have been a whole dope ass storyline, or they could have just had him in the background. He could have did a cameo. Yeah, like cause I doubt that everybody who's making a cameo in this movie is gonna have like line after line after line. Right, right. Like, too good to do the movie. Everybody been begging for for thirty goddamn forty goddamn years. Like, he will. He it's like ER. it's like the nigga from ER who's too good to do Revenge of the Nerd shit. You know what? He had his damn nerve too because yeah. you had you went out with brain surgery, dog. Like they took you out, like after you had the brain surgery, it was successful and everything, and they still made your ass. Like, you had a baby, like they didn't care about your character. You didn't come back for what? The revenge of the what? Yeah, you wrong. I see into the nerd community that was our coming to America. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Too good. Well, Robert Carradine. Came from Hollywood royalty. Mm-hmm. Then he was like with the, the daddy on Even Stevens or something. Okay, so it's Friday. Not this Friday. Next Friday. Oh, next Friday was a dope movie too. They remaking that? No, see, I'm getting my phone. <laughs> I know. Phone next Friday wasn't a dope movie. I know. Um, Smokey. But they can't make it because now Pops is gone. Can't make fucking Friday without Pops. Fuck out of here. It was Pops. Anyways, I mean they made house party too without Kid Daddy. I mean, but oh boy, Daddy been in Pop's been in Friday one, Friday two, Friday three. No, he wasn't in Friday three. Yeah, he was. They had the barbecue restaurant. Oh, see. But it was a big part. His part kept getting smaller every time. So eventually, it was just gonna be like, "Oh, I got a letter from Pops." <laughs> so he liked to be in movies. He want to say some lines. He made the dang movie too. Yeah, but he probably still cost more than the rest of the movies. Yeah. Ice Cube was gonna cut his ass out anyway. His cheap ass. He is cheap. I can't even. You know what? Can't defend that. I can't. I had. I was trying. No. Like niggas was showing up to the movie set, finding out they didn't have a job. 
Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. But anyways, you guys, I just want to thank you for being a part of the Nail Show. I really do appreciate it. It's going to feel really funny for me to say love fleek and keep your nails. Well, see, I can't even say it because my nails ain't done. Love peace and keep your nails on fleek. Couldn't even say it. Why? Because my nails ain't done. Exactly. This all loop back around. This is how it all came back around. Oh, Bam. I got a good way. Say it again. What? No. So say it the way you're supposed to say it. Love peace and keep your nails on fleek. Oh.